Well, great to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. Everybody looks good. Everybody looks beautiful tonight. Amen. Ron, you look beautiful tonight. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through some scriptures tonight. And, um, you know, one of the things last week, you know, I just, I felt that there was uh, the need and the purpose to begin to talk about healing in the body of Christ. But, you know, even, even this week, I felt like the Lord was showing me things around, around healing, things that I have experienced in my own personal life, things that I've seen God do. But I, I feel like the one thing about it is, if, if you're going to set yourself up as a church to see people healed and delivered, you better teach the people about it. Amen? Because, see, the one thing that I love about God, God the, the Bible says that God is no respecter of persons. So you know what? God can anoint somebody in this house right, right here that's sitting in a chair to go lay hands on somebody and see them recovered. You, you, guys, you guys with me? Do you believe that? Amen. So you're with me. You believe that that God can use you to lay hands on somebody. You can lay hands on your baby when your baby has a fever of 103 and see your baby's fever go down. Amen. Because God, there is a real power that that exists with God. But I want to give you guys some scriptures as we go through this. And, you know, at every night, you know, we're going to pray. We're going to pray for healing. Amen. Over these next two or three weeks. And, you know, you, you, you know, you preach what you get. Do you understand? So we're going to take some time and we're going to talk about healing. We're going to talk about why it's important that our bodies are healed. Amen. Why it's important that our, 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 our you know, our spiritual things around us are healed. Our, our minds are, are healed also. Amen. There's more than one healing. Sometimes we think that healing is just our physical body. You know, but no, there's a there's a lot of other aspects of healing that are guarantees and that are promises from the Lord. Amen. So we're going to get into that a little bit. But uh, first scripture I want to give you guys tonight is actually out of third John verses one and two. So if you're taking notes and if you've got your phone, the scriptures that I give you tonight are going to be good scriptures just to write down. So you have them as reference points of, of scriptures when, you know, say, hey, you know, I, 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 I need to believe the Lord for a healing in, in, over my family. You know, you know, in, uh, anytime anybody has access to us, send us a message. You know, we'll, we'll pray if you need a healing. I know when Melissa was in the hospital recently, you know, you, we sent out, Ron sent out a message. And then, you know, about 10 or 12 people responded, I'm praying. And I know that there was a, the, the prayers of faith were offered up that she would be healed, that her body would be, would be touched. And along with healing, I don't want to say this real quick, along with healing, there can be a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom that comes right alongside healing where, where God would say, and you know, it was revealing somebody to, to, you know, hey, tell this person this, you know, it, you know it, and, and, you know, that it, you know, it could be this, it could be something like this. That, you know, they, they need to pray for or something that they, they need to do. And, you know, so I and just even thrown that out there very, very quickly. But third John chapter one, verse two, it says, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Amen. And I want you to go ahead and go to Exodus fifteen twenty six. This is the next scripture I want to give you. Third John one and two, beloved. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So we understand, everybody understands that God wants us to be in good health, right? You're with me. You've got to get this right at the very beginning. God wants you to be healthy. Amen? He wants you to be spiritually healthy. He wants you to be physically healthy. Exodus 15, 26. You guys with me? Amen. And he said, if thou will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do that which is right in his sight 
and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. So here we have here we have something. If we keep the word of God, if we keep the word of God in our heart, that's what he's saying. If you keep his commandments and you keep the word of God in your heart, Miranda preached on the heart today, wonderful message. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. And, you know, you hear this scripture used, you know, we sing about this, you know, this verse, this part of the verse, but you, you hear this scripture a lot. For I am the Lord God that healeth thee. Amen. I am the Lord God that healeth thee. So we have to, you have to get a basis for healing right now. You know, because a lot of times the, the basis of healing, you know, I heard Dr. Morocco, he was teaching the other day. He's like, the only time I ever see some people in my church is when Benny Hinn shows up. You know, he's friends with Benny Hinn and has known Benny for a very long time. But he said, the only time I see, you know, and it's a large church, but the only time I see people come to my church is when Benny shows up. Benny Hinn. You guys, you guys know who Benny Hinn is? So, you know, and doctor was talking about that. And he was like, because, you know, they believe that Benny is the only one that can heal them. But see, one of the things that people make the mistake right out of the gates and even understanding, it's not Benny that's doing the healing. Benny has an anointing. People will carry an anointing, you know, that they'll flow in. You know, Brother Ted, I mean, he, he flows in the word of knowledge. He flows in the word of wisdom. And as a result of that, one of the things that you'll see happen in his meetings are miracles. You'll see miracles. You'll see, you'll see the gift of healing. You'll see the gift of miracles in operation because the word of knowledge or the word of wisdom. Now, I'm not talking about spiritual gifts tonight, but you've got to understand a lot of times these things cross over. The, you know, because you can get a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom over something or somebody that needs a healing, and, you know, and, and, and God will show up and he will show off and he will show, you know, he will show that person his miracle working power. You know, I, real quick testimony. I remember one, one night I got out of preaching in Hana, and I could remember, I, I, you know, for whatever reason, I felt like I stank really bad. And I, I got away from everybody, and I walked outside. We were down in Helene Hall, and I was, I was standing outside, and a guy comes, he comes rolling up, uh, you know, in a truck, and he's sitting in his truck, and some of the guys get out. You know, the Hawaiians, all they like me. You know, they get out and they hug me. Hey, Pastor, how's it going, Pastor? It's right at the end of the service. You know, of course, I invited them to be at service, but, you know, they, you know, they had to go take a shower or something like that. So, so anyway, they come back, and, 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 you know, and one of the guys is sitting in the truck. And I go over, you know, we're not filming tonight, but it was leading. And I, I walked over, and I said, leading, how's it going? I said, oh, Pastor, I can't move. I said, you can't move? He said, my back, he said, I was over at the wharf. He was always over at the wharf, jumping off the wharf with the kids. I mean, I don't know how old Leiden is. He's probably my age, 35, 40 years of age. You know, he was always over jumping off the wharf. He said, yeah, I jumped off the wharf the other day. My back, I can't move. My back, my back is all jacked up. And I said, you know what, once you get out of the car and we'll pray for you. Or I'll pray for you. I don't even know if anybody else was there. I don't know if any of the kids were around. You know, there was always people. I said, once you just get out of the car and I'll pray for you. I said, I believe God can heal you. I, you know, I believe God can heal you. And that's all I said to him. He was like, he just kind of looked at me. And uh, <laughs> he just kind of looked at me. He's like, okay. He opens the car door. And, you know, see, this is the thing. Because, see, th this is where faith gets activated in healing. He could have stayed in that truck. Can God touch him and heal him? Yeah, God can do that. But, see, a lot of times with healing and a, and a lot of things with healing, there, there has to be a flow of faith. So, you know, what Leighton did was he opened the car door, he got out of the truck, and I looked at him and I said, and, and now I realize that it was likely a, a, a word of knowledge or, or something that God was, I said, reach down and touch your toes. 
He went down. You know, he didn't even he didn't even think. He didn't even say anything. He didn't say I couldn't do it. He reached down and touched his toes and come back up and he said, he was like, well, he said a few other things real quick right after that. He was like, I my pain is gone. How'd you do that? <laughs> like it's not what I did. It's what God did. God God just he said, no 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 no. You don't understand. I couldn't walk. I had pain running down my leg. And so, you know, literally for 10 minutes, he sat there and he, he was like trying, he was baffled by the whole thing. He was baffled that, that but God, but God was showing him, amen? So are, are signs for unbelievers? Yes, absolutely. Are signs for believers? Absolutely. The miracles of God, the healings of God are, are, are for people. You know, he spent the next 10 minutes, literally, he was over against the wall. He was doing this. He was like, he was throwing himself against the wall. He was, he was up and down. He was, I don't know if anybody remembers seeing all this. You remember that? I was like, Leiden, what are you doing? He said, I'm trying to make myself hurt again. I'm like, why are you trying to make, God just healed you. God just, t-, you know, he's like, I don't believe this. He said, the pain, everything is gone. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, man, I just wish he would quit because I want him to keep his healing. Amen. You know, I don't want him to, I don't, you know, because, you know, I don't want him to like get back in the truck and start complaining. Then he loses healing, you know, amen. But see, I know what God was doing. God was showing himself to him who he was, that God is a healer. Amen. So, you know, you know, things that we've seen, things that maybe you've seen in your life to to know that there is a miracle working power. And I'm going to tell you this because some people, well, healing's not for healing's not for today. No, that's not right. That's, that's not right. Healing is for today. Amen. Healing is for God's people. It's for unbelievers. It's for the world. Amen. It's a sign. It's a wonder to show people that God is a miracle working God and God wants entrance into their life. Healing, healing leads to salvation. Do you understand that there's a purpose in the gifts of the Spirit being in a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom isn't just so that we get people healed. Because everything has to point back to a relationship with Jesus Christ. The one thing, you know, get this, the one thing that Jesus would say to people, he would say that your faith has made you well or made you whole. And one of the things that he would say, go and sin no more. He was giving them a prerequisite after the fact that they got touched by God. Don't go and sin anymore. So he was giving them something to keep themselves free. Amen. You know, and you know, we have the word of God now. We have Jesus. Jesus hadn't parted from this earth yet. So, you know, but Jesus was saying, go and sin no more. And I want to cover some of this tonight. But, you know, it's very important that you believe that you have a covenant right to healing. Because a lot of people, they, they you know, if God wants to heal me, he'll, he'll heal me. You know, you, you'll hear a lot of things said. And I, I want to, you know, even just if we even have time tonight, I want to debunk some of that. Because I know that God is a healer. Amen. Does God heal? <laughs> well, anyway. Let's, let's go ahead and keep moving. So I am the Lord that healeth thee. And so I want you to understand that every born-again believer, and write this down, you have a covenant right to healing. You have a covenant right to have a healthy life because you have salvation in Jesus Christ. So it's something that's given to you. It's something that you possess. 
You know, it's like when Jesus was talking to Peter, the, one of the things he said, he said, the keys, of the, the, the keys to the kingdom of heaven I have given to you. He was conferring a kingdom to Peter. And he said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. And that just, I thank the Holy Spirit for dropping it in my spirit because the keys of the kingdom of heaven have been given to you. So God now has given you, entrusted with you, and given you keys. He's given you keys to, to walk things out. But, you know, the principle of getting, you know, it's like, you can have a set of keys. You ever have a set of keys and you don't know where they go? I got, I got keys upstairs. I don't even know. I, they, I've changed all the locks because when we had a break-in, rather than call a locksmith, it was just cheaper for me to go through and change all the doorknobs You because know, locksmith was going to be more expensive. I've got keys. I've got rings of keys. I don't even know where they go. So I don't even know what they fit, but you, you understand something about keys. God has given us keys, and we have to discover and discovery is the key to healing. You have to discover, you know, what it is or how to walk into that. I haven't always understood everything about healing. It's why, I, you know, it's why I felt even last when the Holy Spirit, you know, you know pressed me to talk about this and preach on this. And, you know, it, it's like to, to teach the people, to teach Brad. Also for me to get the word of God put into my heart that, that you know, that I, I'm looking at the word and say, hey, you know, healing is for today. Healing is for me. Healing is for God's people. Healing is for unbelievers. Amen? It, it, it's, it's for everybody. So that's why, why we're going to get into this topic. But every born-again believer has a covenant right to divine health from God. So you've got, to, you've got to understand that. You have a right to this. It's something that God, that Jesus Christ paid for. And I want, I'm going to get into that here in a second. You know, God's not only interested. You, you know, a lot of times people think God's only interested in our salvation and our soul. He's interested in every part of our being. He's interested in our bodies. You know, he, he is truly interested in every aspect of our life. Your physical body, God cares about. Because, listen, I mean, it's like physically. If you, if, it, you know, it, physically, even your physical body, if you don't have the stanima, you know, you don't have that, that, that ability to run, to, to run that race. It's what Paul was talking about. You, you, know, at, you know, in the end, I want to have ran the race that God had called me to run. But if your physical body isn't in shape, you're not going to run very far. Walk this building five times a day. I mean, I, I was up and down steps. Like, and I said, you know, I'm thankful I live in this building because I get good exercise. You know, so, I, you know, it... But, but it's important that you understand that God also wants your body to be in physical health, good physical health. He wants your mind. Watch this. He wants your mind. He wants your mind to be healthy. He wants your mind to be whole. He wants all the junk that maybe has, has penetrated or maybe something bad has happened, maybe something in life. He wants, he wants to heal that part of your life. And that's one of the things, even if I can get to tonight, that I want to talk about because the reality of it is, is there, there are more levels of healing. And if we can heal our emotional selves, most generally, the emotional side of our, our, that are in our minds, our physical bodies will be easy to heal. You understand that? Because it's, it's the mental aspect that we deal with. You know, it's what Miranda talked about, the heart issues today, about the heart memory and things. That's, that's good stuff, good teaching. But it's like, you know, you know your, 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 your soul, the soul of a man is your mind, will, and your emotions. And one of the things, God, God wants that to be healed. You can kick things out of your life. I'm not telling you it's going to be easy. But you can kick things out of your life. You, you know, the enemy will always want to throw something back out. You know, remember when you were 15? Remember when you were 10? Remember when you were 5? Remember when you were 7? You know, all that stuff. 
But, you know, that's the thing. You know what? We have authority over the enemy. We take authority over anything that gets thrown of us. Any fiery dart, you know what we do? We use the shield of faith. And, you know, the, and I, always, I always think about, you know, always think about the... You know, always think about that scripture, but always think about the, the sword of truth that comes once the shield of faith comes up. I don't look at it like this. I don't look at the sword like this. I look like the shield comes up and the sword comes out and whacks the devil in the head. Whacks the devil. Whacks every demon across the face. Not, not just, you know, yeah, we're, we're to stand firm, but the word of God. We've got to speak the word of God into those hard areas. And that, that, that is also what will bring about healing. Amen. That, that kind of stuff will bring about healing. Amen. So you have to understand, you have access to healing. You know, and it was it's actually Matthew 16, 19. And I, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And that's what, that's what Jesus was ta- uh, telling Peter. Now, actually, let's go to Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. Because there, there's, some, there's some important scriptures that I want you to, to have. You know, I, I give you 3 John 1, 2. I give you Exodus 15, 26. There's, there's many other scriptures about healing. These are just some of the ones that I pulled out. Isaiah 53, 4 through 6. And this is a, a common passage that we read. But even as I got into it today, I started reading commentary, even getting a little deeper into it. I'm like, man, that's, that's good stuff. And I felt like, you know, I've got to even begin to break this down even a little more to be able to, to understand, you know, even, even everything that's being said here. And I'm going to read this out of the King James because I, I, like, I like it out of the King James how it reads. Isaiah 53, verse 4, it says, Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did not esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. And with his stripes we are healed. All we are like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And, you know, even right here at the very beginning, it says, Surely he has bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. You know, I get this picture and I get this view of what Jesus himself was carrying. You know, Isaiah was a prophet. This was a word that was being prophesied before Jesus Christ was ever born. He had not, he had not even come on scene. But what, you know, you think about the pain. You know, you know do, people, do people go through events in life that are painful? Amen. Amen. You know, I think this is the one thing about the realness of Christianity that sometimes we skirt around some of this stuff. And, you know, what happens is it leaves holes where healing can't be, healing can't be administered to, to the people. But he, you know, think about this. I mean, just, I mean, just even get this. Surely he bore our grief and carried our sorrows. He bore our grief. He took our pain. He took, I mean, you know, in reality, we're like, yeah, but maybe it means more to me t- tonight, even as I'm preaching. He took our pain. So anything, any, 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 anything, any offense, anything that's happened to anybody, any hurt that you've ever felt, Jesus Christ on that cross, you know what he did? He carried it. The Bible says that he carried it. He, you know, and think about what he's carrying. All of humanity's pain. He, <laughs> we can't. I mean, you, you have to understand, we, don't, we will never understand the full picture of that. How is it possible that God in flesh, Jesus, came on earth and he took all the pain, all the hurt, all the guilt, all the condemnation? How did he do that? He was God. And he understand, Jesus was in flesh. He was like us. He was a man. But he carried that. He carried our pain. So, you know, 
Think about it. You, you have to understand that's that is that is a price that he paid for us so that we could have healing so that we wouldn't have to carry pain that you I, I'm telling you think about it. you can be free your mind can be set free of of every past hurt because Jesus Christ carried it and I'm telling you that's a real revelation I, I'm telling you you want to talk about breaking offenses you want to talk about you know sexual abuse you want to talk about anything when you begin to realize what Jesus Christ has done for you man everything shifts in the everything shifts in the natural and it becomes supernatural because it is supernatural. This kind of forgiveness, this kind of understanding of what Christ has done will completely, I mean, I'm telling you, it will establish, it will plant your feet to a place where you're just like, I get this. I don't have to carry this because I have a Savior that did that for me. Amen? He bore our griefs and he carried our sorrows. You know, how many people carry pain? Let's, let's, how many people carry pain in the body of Christ? I want to talk to the church tonight. How many people carry it? You see it. I'm not talking about the world. But how many people in church, in the house of God, carry pain and carry hurt? And they've, they, they've been offended. They've been hurt by another Christian. I, this is when it gets real. This is, when, this is when things begin to get real with the body of Christ. Because even Christians, I've said stupid stuff to people in church, that I've had to go and repent and say, I'm sorry. I should have never said that. As a pastor, I can do that. Never never have the intent to hurt someone. Never have the intent. But, you know, things about it, you know, it's why we talk about our tongue, death and life and the power of tongue. It's why your speech is so important. Think about what you say before you ever open your mouth. I principle, I, I, I live by now. I live by that principle. Amen. I, I live by that principle. But how many people carry around pain? Look at our world now. Look at people that aren't saved. Look at the pain. Look at the sorrow that they're carrying. And you know what Jesus is doing? He's, at the, he's seated at the right hand of the Father, and he's looking down. He says, I, I've, I, you, you know, all this street stuff, everything, that's, I've carried that for you. I've carried all this pain for you. Everything that's going on right now on the earth, I've carried this for you. I have, the, you know, the very thing that you're dealing with right now, I've carried for you. I've carried it on my back, and I took it to a cross. The fact of the matter is that we have a real revelation of that now is simply amazing because Isaiah didn't have that. God is showing this to him. He, you know, it was a prophetic word, such a powerful word about Jesus Christ. Anybody getting anything tonight? <laughs> So understand, he t he, this is something he did for us. He did this for us. And once you begin to see it, and you begin, it's not only you see it, you can feel it. You can feel it deep inside you, what he's taken. And, you know, listen, I, I'm going to tell you. You know, one of the things the body of Christ is going to have to learn how to do in this hour is they're going to have to learn how to breathe. They're going to have to learn not how learn how to lay the, the, the anxieties and the cares of this world uh, aside. They're going to have to learn to breathe and, 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 and just know <laughs> and learn how to be in God. Learn how to be in God. Learn how to be in God. It says, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. 
Uh, you know, certainly the Messiah, he was stricken. He was, he was, he was smitten by God. He was afflicted. You know, and the, and the, and the problem of it is it, it's, it's, they couldn't even see it. And can I tell you that this, this is one of the problems. We don't see it. We don't see what's been done for us. I, and I, I'm not, guys, I'm not telling you, I promise you, it's not, it's not, a, I'm not, it's not a judgment. But if we, we want to understand the mysteries of God, we want to walk in the things of God, we have to have a true reflection of what's been done for us. And we have to understand, man, you know what? He, he truly paid this price for me. So, you know what? He paid this price so that I could have healing. You know, they didn't understand it then. They, they didn't know, you know. He went to a cross. He was like, you know, and I, you can only imagine at that point, he's, he's the son of man, he's God. Um, you know, you know, what was going through their heads? You know, watching him brutally be beat. <laughs> and then him to rise on the third day. And that what he took for us, <laughs> I mean... The, re the, re the real revelation is what he took for us so that we could have life. I mean, and that's the thing, even as a Christian. I, the longer I stay in this, you know, even, even as a minister, pastor, I, you know, my, my need for God is so much more greater now than, than, I, than I realized. The, m the more I gather, the more I learn, the more I see, the more, more I begin to feel. It's like even just driving down to Fish Street. You know, Brian, I went out right before service. I took two bags of food to a guy. We're right on Fairmont Avenue, got hands laid on him. We're praying for him. Got stuff going on. Needs healing. You know, he needs healing in the mind. He's dealing with some stuff. And you know what? We're, we're just loving him. And I turn around, we drive down Fish Street. And, and I see some of the kids that we were ministering to. Hey, guys, been missing you, you know. What, what would it take to get you back in the house of God? You know what? Oh, I got to go down here, you know, whatever, you know. I mean, I can't even say what <laughs> Jonathan was doing, but it was just like surrounding the streets. What, what, what does it take? See, God wants to heal people in all areas of our life. He wants to heal people in all areas of our life. And it says, he, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. It was for us. He, our, our transgressions, our sins that, that, we, that we've committed, that's what he carried to a cross. That's what was nailed to a cross. Our sins. Our sins were nailed to a cross. And the last part of that, it says, and by his stripes, we are, we are healed. You know, here, here what's fascinating about the scripture is that the prophet Isaiah sees, he sees in the future, future tense, a Messiah, Jesus. By your stripes, by his stripes, we are healed. To think that our healing, listen to this, our physical healing, our, our, physical, our physical body's healing, and then our, the, the healing that can happen in our mind is found, is found in the, the, the beating of Jesus, 
I, you, you, I mean, the, the beating that he took so that we could possess this, so that we could have divine health, so that we could walk in healings, that, 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 that we could have the things that are prompt, that, that he would lay his life down for us to be able to have that is, is, is quite remarkable. Is, is quite remarkable. Amen. And I, this is not to be somber, but I, you know, I want you guys to understand it's the importance that we understand what was done for us so that we could have healing. Because when people want to argue healing was for yesterday, no, 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 no. This is what he did for me. You don't understand. This is what my God did for me. My God, he took a beating unlike anything you could ever imagine. He took this for me. So to tell me I don't have access to something from God is not, that's not right, that's not true. That's, you know, and I'm telling you, it's, it's very dangerous. Because, see, that's what Jesus Christ, he, he died for this. He, he died for our, salva- our iniquities, our sins, so that we would know him, so that we would truly know him. And that, I mean, it's an amazing thing. I mean, it, it, I'm really, is it an amazing, I mean, I, maybe I marvel over all, you know, because, I mean, I'm telling you, this is, this is, this is like crazy faith. God had, you know, he had this in him, you know, that he would lay his life down on the line for all of humanity, all of mankind, so that we would have access to him. So that we would have, you know, we would have purpose. We've been preaching on purpose. So that we would have that, amen. That we would be able to think, amen. We wouldn't be barbaric, amen. We wouldn't wake up tomorrow if I feel like killing five people today. Just go, you know, no. He put something in us, amen. It's the Holy Spirit that brings about conviction, that brings about change, amen. What a story. What an amazing story. What an amazing journey we have with Jesus Christ. Amen. So, you know, I want to give you that scripture. I want to give you Isaiah, Isaiah 53, 4 through 6. And, and it's just good. It's good to know that. But even in this, one of the things I want you to see is that Jesus, he, he didn't just pay this price for your physical body. Jesus went through, and you know what the Bible says, Jesus healed he healed all. And, you know, I really believe the aspect of Jesus healing all, one of the things that he did was he also, there were people that had mental problems. Amen? Even 2,000 years ago, there were people that had me- mental problems. They were stressed. They were dealing with anxiety. They were dealing with fear. Fear has never, you understand, fear has never left. Since the time of Adam and Eve, when sin entered the world, guess what? Fear I come right alongside that. God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, the Bible says, right? So we know that it comes from hell. It, God, you know, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. So we know where fear comes from. But it entered in us, sin entered, entered the world. So, you, you know, we've got to recognize those things. And we've got, we got to understand that, see, God, God is the God that healeth thee. Amen? God, everybody say, God is the God that healeth me. Amen? So we're going to walk in this. Amen? We're going to help people walk in healing. Amen? You, you are going to help people walk in healing. You know, we're going we're gonna to preach on this. We're going to talk about this. You know, we're, you know. You know, and I'll say this because, you know, people said, you know, what about when someone dies? You know what? We're all going to die. But the one thing I'll say even about healing, it's, I believe that God wants to heal people in the present time. So understand this. Please understand this. You know, I know that I have waited 10 months, 11 months, 12 months for my own physical body to get to receive a healing. It didn't happen instantly. 
But, you know, one of the things that I equate and one of the things that I'm going to touch on next is, is the area because I feel like it's the one thing that, you know, that we have to grasp and we have to understand is that I looked at there's something in faith maybe I don't understand. The first time I ever seen a miracle, which was, you know, also a healing, was when eyes, eyes come open and a lady could see. Her eyes were open. Zane was with me. He was very young. We prayed a prayer of 15 seconds, and, and boom, the eye, you know, I can see. You know, you're not like trees anymore. Praise God. That was pretty awesome. And then we went to go raise some, somebody from the dead. Well, we've seen one miracle. We'll see another one. Amen? And that didn't happen. So, you know, one of the questions the guy asked me, Killa, who's preaching in Wellsburg, why didn't we see that happen? We had the faith for it. Amen? I agree. I agree we had the faith for it. But there was some element of faith that we didn't maybe understand or something that we, it's not that, I don't know. I'm going to touch more on that later on. But I want you to understand that I believe God wants to heal people in the present time. And I'm going to tell you that, you know what, you never quit contending in faith for your miracles and for your healing. Amen. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle for what God says that, that, that you know, God, understand he is a God that healeth thee. Amen. He, he took a beating for my healing. Amen? I stand upon that. People say, oh, you're one of those faith guys. I, I, yeah, I believe in faith. I believe in faith what the Word of God says. You know, and I'll say this, even, even upon death, you know, if someone's saved, I know that there's no sickness or n- nor disease in, in, in heaven. And I think the one thing that, you know, that we have to understand, that in this, li- this life is not just about this life. This life is about setting our life up for eternity. Amen. So as a born-again believer and as a Christian, you have access to healing now. But you know what? In heaven, you you are also going to be healed. Amen. You guys with me? Amen. So this moves me back into the next point that I want to get into. God's plan is for you to walk in divine health. So, you, you know, understand that. God's plan is for you to walk in divine health. You know, and this is the one thing. Faith is one of the necessary ingredients to healing. Faith. Faith. Hebrews 11.1, 1, write that down if you want to know what faith is, and you can, re- you can read through the faith chapter. Read Hebrews 11, 11, uh, yeah, 11 and uh, 12. Faith, yeah, Hebrews. Yeah, that's right, 11, 12. Faith is a necessary ingredient for healing. You know, everything, is a- you know, everything with God is accessed through faith. You know, this is one of the things I want to point out even here, too. Um, Can you uh, actually take your Bibles? Let's go to Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. You guys say someone else's faith. Can, can, can someone else's faith produce healing? I say yes. According to what the scripture says here, not that I don't believe that it doesn't take the faith of another person. The Bible said that Jesus healed all. Amen. So everybody that Jesus came in contact with, he healed all. Um, so I want to show you this. Mark chapter 2. It says, when Jesus returned to Capernaum several days later, the news spread quickly that he, had, that he was back home. Soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors, there was no more room. Even outside the door, while he was preaching the word to them, they could bring 
him to Jesus because they, I'm sorry, they couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd. So they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on the mat right down in front of Jesus, seeing their faith. Seeing their what did he see? Their faith. Important thing right here. He was seeing their faith, the faith of the people that were that were that were helping this man. He was seeing their faith, right? It didn't say he was seeing the man's faith. He was seeing their faith. I would conclude that the guy also had some faith too to want to be healed. Amen. Or he would have been like, no, 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 no. Don't let me. Don't lower me through that building. But you see that there is the faith of, you know, and this is the key thing. There's the faith of the body of Christ. It's like what Pastor Miranda said today. It's like what Dr. Morocco said this week in training. It's like, you know, the only time I see some people, you know, walk through these doors is when Benny shows up. They want to come get their miracle, and then they want to go back and, and live like hell. I mean, they, they, they want to, you know, I'll, just, I'll go get my fix when Benny shows up. Why not stay fixed up all the time? Why, why not stay healed all the time? Why not? And, that, and that's the thing. You know, Pastor Miranda and I, I mean, you know, we're big on people, you know, for people finding it themselves. Amen? Because when more people find it themselves, they understand the Word of God, more things happen. They don't have to, you know, they don't have to just call the pastor. Pastor, I need you to come and heal somebody. No, 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 no. I mean, it's like, you know, no, I, I, I need you. I need some faith to rise up in you. Say, hey, I, I can do this too. Amen? I can go lay my hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Amen. So it was their faith. Understand, this is, the, this is a key thing. Everybody say their faith. Because understand, this is what this church is going to walk in. We're going to walk in their kind of faith. That we're going to be corporately uh, prayed up and we're going to be ready to go. That as a church, that their faith, the faith of this church, is going to see that, to see those miracles. Amen. You guys with me? Because I, I want you to understand. You know, some of you, one of you, I don't want to, Hallelujah. Listen to me. Somebody is going to encounter just over the next week to a month. There's going to be a major emergency, and God's going to require you to pray for that person. I don't know who it is. I'm just I'm just telling you that it's it's not a, it's it's not going to be a testing of faith. It's and this is a word from the Lord. It's not going to be a testing of your faith. It's going to be already what's inside of you and stored up. It might be by. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's in you. It's got to come out. It's got to, the things of God have to come out of us. Quit holding it in. Please, please, please. Hear what I'm saying. Quit holding it in. It's not yours. The biggest mistake we make as a, as a born-again believer is thinking, because that's where we can get all puffed up and cocky and prideful. It's not mine. The power of God is not mine. It's to come out of me. Amen. It's to flow out of you. Hallelujah. But listen, when you, when you encounter that, by faith, pray. You need to get other people praying around it, their faith kind of stuff. Yes, do that, please. Amen. Do that. Amen. And we'll rejoice might be the very reason why we're talking about this. And listen, I'm going to say this, that when, when, you, when you see that happen, the next thing you need to do is you need to make sure they're saved. You need to make sure their heart's, heart's right with God. You need to be able to pray with them. Get them to, to pray the prayer of salvation. And please understand me, if, 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 you don't, if you're not sure how to do that, please see me, see, uh, you know, see Pastor Miranda. You know, there, there's people in this church that, that you know, that they, they pray for people. 
And so please, you know, see, see, see the leaders in this house to make sure, hey, I can walk somebody through the prayer of salvation. Romans 10.9 is a very good scripture to remember. So I took a little sidetrack there, but listen, you know, God will use you like that. He will use you like that. Amen? Someone, someone else's faith. So, you know, understand, faith is a necessary ingredient for healing to take place. But you know what? This is, this is one of the keys, is that when you're around faith-believing faith people, you're, you're, you're more encouraged. I would hope that coming to this church... I, I, Many of you have been here many months. I hope that coming to this church that you feel more encouraged that if I've got something going on, I'm going to call Pastor Brad or Pastor Miranda or I'm going to call Zane Holama or, you know, people in this church. I'm going to call them to pray. I mean, you know, you've been here long enough with us, right? That, you know what, that there, there's, there's the importance of seeing their faith in the body of Christ. Because what happens is a lot of times people want to walk away from, from faith. They want to walk away from, you know, I got my miracle in that house. But, you know, I mean, you wouldn't believe the number of people have come in already just in a year and a half and said, man, thanks a lot. You, you, you've helped heal me. I'm not offended anymore. I'm not this anymore. I'm, not, I'm going back to my other church. <laughs> just hug them and praise God. You know, and, and I'm okay, you know, even, even in the side of, I'm okay with that. You know, I, I, I mean, you don't always understand. I, I'll be a flat out honest. I'm, I'm flesh, you understand? <laughs> there's flesh here. There, there's flesh. You know, there, there's flesh. So you don't, you don't always understand. But then you're like, okay. And every once in a while, I'll call to check on them. You know, I'll check on people. Hey, praying for you. Good for you, Pastor. <laughs> Just people respond however, you know. Yeah, I'm praying for you too. You in church? No, I'm not in church. Praying for you too, Pastor. Okay. Anyway. But it's important to understand this. It's important to be in a house that believes in healing. Because if you... It, it, listen, I'll be honest. If, if you're not in a place that, that, that preaches things... You'll not grow in those things. First and foremost, you have to understand it. It's like, you know, you know, we want people to be blessed financially in our church. It's why we take the time to teach to talk about finances. Amen? That we want people to walk there. Health and your healing is something that we probably need, you know, we believe in it. And, and people, and I would say overall, everybody in here believes it. They've, everybody's seen people get healed? Everybody, you know, a miracle? You've, you've, seen, you've, seen, you've seen the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So we, we believe that. But, you know, there's the thing about continually uh, uh, coming into agreement, their faith, that we put our faith together around this. Amen? So it was their faith that when they lowered the man, when they lowered the man, this, I'll finish out the scripture. You know, it's just a powerful, powerful word even around this. So they lowered the man in the mat right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My child, your sins are forgiven. Woo! Woo! I, he's, got, he's paralyzed. And Jesus' first words were, Son, your sins are forgiven. So Jesus had forgiven him his sins. Jesus knew immediately what they were thinking. He's talking about the religious people because, you know what, uh, you know, it's even, like, it's even like meetings like tonight. You know, it's like, you know, thinking about revival meetings. You know, because when you, when you have a miracle in a meeting or you have something break loose in a meeting, p 
people begin to talk. They begin to judge. They begin to say, well, I just, you know, wonder, wonder what this church believes. Or, wonder, you, know, you know, I've been told already that we're a cult. I mean, you know, please understand, we're not a cult here. I mean, it's, you know, I, it's, it's a lot of funny things will get said. And a lot of times it's from people you know. So <laughs> that, that's a whole other deal. Um, but it says some of the teachers of the religious law who were sitting there thought to themselves, what is he saying? This is blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew immediately what they were thinking. So he asked him, why do you question this in your heart? Is it easier to say the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven? Or stand up, pick up your mat, and walk? So I prove to you that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. You know, it, it's what he told him to do. But, you know, the, the one thing about a healing that I want you to see about this, when Jesus speaks or when you get, some, when you get that, 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 there it is, there's that aha moment, when you have that word, when you have the word from the Lord, you've got to act. Because you know what the man did? He got up. See, understand why, why some people don't get their healing, why some people don't walk in it, is because they don't get up. They don't get up. They, they you know, stand up. Well, I don't know if I can walk. I don't know if, you know, if I walk, I might lose my disability. That's free right there. That's free. If I walk, I, I, might, I might not have money coming in. If I do this, I may, I may lose my check. I, I may, you know. And so it, it's like, you know, pe what people's hearts are attached to. You know, they're, not, they're maybe not attached to their healing. They're attached to what's coming in a month. People need money coming in. Don't get me wrong. I mean, <laughs> I won't. I think we are recording, so not live, but we are recording. But praise God, because, yeah. Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. And the man jumped up, grabbed his mat. He didn't, you know, he didn't waste any time. He jumped up, grabbed his mat, and walked out through the, 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 the stunned on onlookers. I'm sure when he got up, he picked his mat up, and he was like, see you later, alligator, huh? You know, I'm, I'm out the door. I'm coming through the door. I got my healing. You know, and he probably was like, you know, he left all of his friends behind. His friends were probably like, you know, he got healed and he left, you know. And his friends were, you know, you know, well, they were outside on the roof, I guess, dropping him down in. So maybe he caught, him out, maybe caught up with him later. So I don't, I don't know. But you understand, you know, when God, when God speaks in, in a place in your life about healing, I'm telling you because this is, this is one of the keys right here. This is one of the keys because you know, the keys to the kingdom of heaven. It's like when God gives you a key. To forgive someone, please hear what I'm getting ready to say. You've got, you've got to move in that forgiveness. You've got to move in that forgiveness because what it does is it, un it unlocks something in your life. It'll, un it'll unlock a piece of healing that needs to take You know, maybe more healing needs to happen. Maybe it's the one key that can unlock everything. It's like offense. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 24, he talks about in the, in the last days, that many, many, the, the hearts of men will grow cold. That people will be offended. Guess what? That's what's going on today. People are offended. You know, you, 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 you can, people are offended over everything. 
And I'm, th- I'm glad even in our house, I, you know, nobody here is, that I can tell seems offended with me. That's praise God. I guess the ones that, are, that have left maybe are offended. But anyway, it's, it's okay too. Because my heart's not to cause an offense towards my brother or sister or cause anybody to stumble. Amen? You know, I, I've learned. I've done this now for a little while. I've learned. Sometimes there's just things that get weeded out. I, I can't explain it. God does that. Amen? He knows, what's, he knows down the road what's going to cause you trouble. I know you guys were missionaries. In the first three months of being a missionary, you're like, what happened? I mean, like, church is booming, and all of a sudden, you know, you, you confront an issue. Guess what happens when you confront issues in church? People get mad. They get offended. It's not how we used to do stuff. You know, we used to sing four songs, and, you know, you know we had special prayer, and we did all this stuff, and, we, you know, we did everything this way. And who are you to come in and tell me what to do? Well, God called me here. Amen? He called me here to lead. Amen? Anyway, I'm, I'm jumping off track. Someone else's faith. So understand that faith, you know, faith. It, yeah, understand, faith is a key element for healing. Amen? Faith is a key element of healing. Actually, take your Bibles real quick. Let's go to Matthew 8, 5. Everybody say your faith. Your faith. See, you know, one of the, one of the prerequisites for healing is that you have to have faith for healing. You have to have faith for healing. You can get around people that have faith. But it's important that you yourself have faith. Matthew 8, 5. It says, when Jesus returned from Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him. He said, Lord, my servant lies in bed, paralyzed, and is in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. This is what Jesus said. I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. Just give me the word, Lord. Give me the word, Lord, that my, and my servant will be healed. So that, you know, you understand something. There's something in faith brewing right here. I know this because I am under an authority of my superior officers. I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they go or come and they come. Understand something, that we can take authority with our faith. You can take authority with your faith. You can take authority with your faith. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. You can take authority with your faith. You I get please. You can take authority with your faith. You sometimes you've got to get so fed up with something that you, I'm not tolerating this. I'm not dealing with this anymore. You've got to get mad. Christians should get mad at the devil. Don't get mad at people. Get mad at the devil. Get get mad at him. You know, and sometimes you just got to get fed up. No, I'm no. You just got to get fed up. And you got, you got to take that stand in faith. I'm, I, no, I'm not doing this. You know, I remember, you know, even, you know, we've talked to our kids. You know, one of the things we, we've told our kids even in ministry, we'll not lose our kids in ministry. We'll not lose our children in ministry. We shut everything down if we ever feel like our kids are ever going to stray. Because my family will make heaven. It's a priority. Priority number one in my life is that my kids make heaven. Everything else, and I, and I get that. Dr. Rodney told us that many, many years ago. Everything else is a bonus. Make sure your family gets to heaven. 
And any time that, you know, we, I feel like, and my kids are here, you know, and hear this. I, I mean, you're, everything that you do matters to me. You making heaven matters to me more than anything. Living a sin-free life, not dealing with junk. It, you know, because, I mean, I, you know, we fought hard to get to this place. You know, my, I'm looking at my kids. We fought hard to get here. That you don't have to go through what, we, what we've traveled through, amen. But I shut it all down to, today if anybody in my family goes astray. You know, and I, I'm saying that because you have to understand how important you are to your family. How important Christ is in your life. How important that, that these things are. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is what Jesus says. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed, turning to those who were following him. He said, I tell you the truth. I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. I tell you this. The <laughs> just give me the word, Lord. Can I? Yeah, I mean, just, just give me the, Lord, the, 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 the word. Just speak that word to me, Lord. Just speak it to me. I'll grab a hold of it, and I'll, 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 I'll contend for what words you give me, Lord. You just give me the answer. You just give it to me. You just tell me. I'm telling you, see, God's speaking right now. He's speaking to people. Give me the word, Lord. Give, tell me what it is, Lord, that I'm supposed to do. Quit ignoring it. I'm telling you, I feel an anointing tonight on this. Get, quit ignoring what God's telling you to do. Do it. Don't run. Don't run. He is the Lord God that healeth. I'm talking about healing, but I, I know all this is going to mesh together. I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. I tell you this, that, this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from east and west, and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at, in the feast in the kingdom of heaven. But many Israelites, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, Go back home because you believe it has happened. It, because you believed it has happened. That's faith. That's faith. I can't see it. He couldn't see. You know, he, he was asking the Lord, Lord, heal my, heal my servant. You know, this servant must have been a pretty important. It wasn't his wife. It wasn't his kid. It was his servant. I mean, <laughs> it was his servant. And I want to say, you know, pray, for, pray for us. Please read what I'm getting ready to say. Pray, you know, and I heard that, you know, our, our senior pastor said the other day, you know, two things, pray for me. He said, pray for the gift of leadership, pray for the gift of leadership, and pray for the gift of faith. Please pray for us. Please, please pray for Miranda and I. Pray, pray for Dr. Morocco. And, and, and this stuff. pray for these things. Because, you know, it, this stuff's critical. It's critical that people walk things out in faith. Because you believed it has happened and your servant was healed the very same hour. Was healed the very same hour. I don't even know what time it is. What, what time is it? 7.28. You know, Acts 14, 9, and it says, uh, be, it, be it according to your faith. There's another good scripture to write down. I don't know all of it. Uh, 
botching it up maybe a little bit, but you know, Acts 4, 4, 419. Is that right? Yeah, 419. Be it, let, let it be according to your faith. So, it's, you know, it's, it's in the sense of wh- what are you believing for? And see, listen, the thing of it is, is, you know, healing, he- physical healing. What are you believing the Lord for? And Zane, why don't you go ahead and come to the keyboard? What, what are you believing the Lord for? Because, listen, and, and this, is what, this is what I want to, you know, I, I want, because, you know, the thing about it is, would you, would you guys say, say it's fair to say that you know people that are offended? You know people that are hurt? You know, that pe- you know people that are in pain? You know people that are struggling with stuff? We, we all do, right? We're walking this planet. We all know people that, that fall into this category. And listen, the one thing that God wants to do is He wants to free people. He wants to see people healed. He is the Lord God that healeth thee. He is the Lord God that healeth thee. He healeth thee. He heals me. Amen. And everybody would, just just stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Listen, what, you know what's, what's, what's radical about Jesus? You know, if, if God, because you know, people will make the most absurd arguments uh, about healing. If, if God wasn't for healing today, why would he send Jesus out to heal people? Why, why would Jesus have went out, come in contact with people, with lepers, people with sickness, people with disease, people with palsy, people that couldn't walk? Why would he send people out? Or why, why, why would Jesus even go out and do this? You know, the enemy will do everything that he can do to convince people that healing is not for today. But, you know, I've, I've got good news. You know, and this is what I want to pray for tonight. You know, there, there's physical healing. If you need a physical touch in your body tonight, I'm, I'm telling you, don't, don't, not, don't not answer the altar call. Because I know that it's God that heals. But the other thing that I want to pray for tonight, because, you know, and we'll, we'll, have, we'll talk about this next week, and we'll get into this next week even deeper. Because, listen, I want God's people. I, you know, you're, you're a miracle-working you know, you, you're minister for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Are we not all ministers? Amen. And God is going to use people in this church. I, I, and, I, and I believe it, and I know it, and I see it. God's going to use people in this church to touch people, to see that people get healed because it's God flowing through them. It's the power, the very power of God flowing through them. Bones not broke in Jesus' name. Legs straightened out in Jesus' name. Feet get arches in Jesus' name. Abby's got a little arch in her foot right now. 
had two kids lay hands on her feet many years ago. I don't know how many years ago it was. I even forgot about it. Ten years ago. I was in a meeting. It was in a youth meeting. It was Zane and Christian. Abby said, I got back pain. I said, you do? You know why I knew that God can heal that. I said, what causes that? I, I'm curious sometimes. When I pray for people, you ever get, I get curious. What's causing your back pain? She said, I got flat feet. I said, well, why don't we just pray for arches in your feet? I, then I read about this later when people actually talked about how they had seen reconstructive miracles. I, and so I said, kids, you know, put your hands right now on her feet. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we command arches to come into her feet right now. And the kids started going, oh my, oh my, they, her feet are growing. Her feet are... <laughs> They're moving. <laughs> Pastor Brad, you know, I wasn't even Pastor Brad, they, their feet, her feet are, they're not the same. And if you look at Abby's feet, she's probably barefoot tonight. I'm not sure she probably is. But you can see a little arch in Abby's feet. See, God cares. Does he care about your back pain? Absolutely, he cares about your back pain. He care about your headaches? Absolutely, he cares about your headaches. He cares about every physical part of your body. He cares about your spirit. As that Isaiah, you know, Isaiah, you know, read, read that again. He cares about every aspect of your body, physically. But the other thing that I want you to, I want you to hear tonight. Listen, if, you, if you're dealing with any kind of, you know, emotional healing that needs to take place, there's nothing more, nothing that, that, that I desire more than to see people. Because I believe that even, like I said, when people are healed emotionally, spiritually, that it will loosen things up for there, for there to be physical, milling, uh, physical miracles to take place. You know, and I, I'm, not one, I'm not somebody that's going to say, well, you know, you got this sin going on in your life. You, you're not going to be healed. I know one of the things that God, God's Word. God, God's word's very straight with us. It says, you know, you know, hearken to my commandments. Do what the word of God says. I am the Lord God that healeth thee. Go back to that scripture. So it's important that we're following his commandments. But Jesus himself wasn't, you know, what he would do, he would heal somebody that would, he would heal and touch somebody that wasn't saved. And then he would tell them, go, go and sin no more. Or, you know, even in healing, one of the things about healing, it's, it's always like, and understand, even like emotional things, depression, anxiety, people need healed from that in the body of Christ. Uh, you know, offense, abuse, whatever, people need healed from that. And it's God that can, I'm telling you, it's God that can heal people. It's God that can heal people, amen? If everybody would, just bow your heads. Father, I thank you, Lord, for tonight. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the word of God that's sharper, <laughs> sharper, sharper, sharper than any double-edged sword. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for even tonight, Lord, the penetration, Lord, of the word of God into our spirit. God, you are the, you are the Lord God that healeth thee. So, Father, even tonight, I pray, Father, I pray, Lord, for, uh, for a release. Lord, I, I, I pray, God, even tonight, the gift of healing would fall in this house. And, Lord, that people, anything that people need healed of, Father, that you would touch them. 
you would touch their physical bodies, but Lord, even right now, that you would touch, Lord, any mental thing, any, any, anything that's crept in, anything that needs kicked out. Lord, I pray, God, even tonight that you would heal them. And listen, this is what we're going to do. If anybody, you know, physical healing, emotional healing, any kind of, you know, mental aspect of anything, I just want you to come forward. We're going to, we're going to pray for you. Pastor Moran, I'm going to lay hands on you. We're going to pray for you. So just move quickly. If you, if you need that in your life, just move quickly. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray tonight, Lord, even tonight, I, my God, my prayers, Lord, that even people tonight, Lord, that God, that I know that they'll, they'll have this marking on their life, that tonight was the night, Lord, that they receive a full measure of their healing. It won't be anything that they ever pick back up in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And listen, this is what I'm going to do. Whatever it is, I'm just going to come through and I'm going to lay hands on you. And Randy, you can start over there. And listen, I, I believe that God's going to take whatever it is. Whatever it is that you ask tonight gets done in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. And we're not picking it back up. Amen. We're not picking. We're, we're, we're moving on from here because God's going to use you. He's going to use you. Amen.